The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Cloaked in secrecy, they show up without warning. State their business, then vanish as quickly as they appear. Are you ready for the sex girls? Not that I believe in it, but mm-hmm. I can see that. But I, these guys are dumb freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. Yep. We're, we did it. Oh, yeah. We're smoking old weed. <laughs> It's like a year and a half old. Year and a half old weed. It's not like wine. Can't no. <laughs> Just turns into dust. Yeah. It did a number on me. I was Rachel was sleeping. I was still awake, so I was out here fidgeting. I'm like, I'll just sleep out here, and I got high. And then I was hearing weird noises and the shadows. She put these night lights in everywhere, and there's no there's like this plants hanging up in the kitchen there. Oh yeah, there were shadows on the. On the cabinets that look like they were changing into monster face, like very cartoonish hmm. stuff where I'm like, you're not seeing shadows <laughs> turning into fucking monster faces. And then I would have to stare at them to see if the shadows were. I was like, man, I cannot get high at night by myself. Hmm. I was reading, there's a good Reddit list of scariest things that are real. Oh, really? I just started looking at Reddit. 41. Just realized Reddit's a place. I don't get on there much. It's a lot of bullshit that you got to sift through. Mm-hmm. A lot of like uh, Star Wars memes and uh, children. Uh-huh. Uh, but then there'll be something like, yeah, the, the what's the scariest things that are actually real? And people are weighing in with different type of uh, viruses that eat your brain and cause your eyes to bleed. Oh, wow. Uh some of the people were talking about sleep paralysis. Uh, there's some river in England that looks like a stream. It's only about two feet wide. Like, you can just step across it. Uh, but I guess it's, I don't know how many feet deep and just like a, like, it basically looks like a little stream. But if you fall in, you're immediately dead. Really? Like, it's, I guess it's a 100% fatality rate for anybody that's fallen. You could just step right over it. But, but if, if you fall, fall in, in it, it just pummels you against the rocks. Oh, wow. Where's this at? Uh, someplace in England. 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 England? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> what you're paying the big money for on this exclusive episode. England. If I was... See, I, that would have sounded racist. Uh-huh. I, 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 didn't, I wasn't saying it. anything before. I'm not touching <clears throat> I wasn't doing that before. But it is funny to think about that. Oh, that you'll you'll die in a river. What are you drinking? Uh, coffee and whiskey. Yeah, like a fucking cop. I found a flask the other day in my van, and I had I I didn't really know yours. Uh, yeah, a passage. Yeah. Oh, you don't drive Lyft anymore. Yeah, I don't drive Lyft anymore. <laughs> Move it up in the world. I don't drive Lyft anymore. <laughs> it's uh, the flask in the van. Yeah, I don't know if they. You've been away a long time. I don't know if they went down there and told you. I don't shine shoes no more. Uh, I drive <laughs> DoorDash. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's the uh, What's the fanciest thing you've ever had to deliver with DoorDash? Oh, like uh, sh- uh, probably sugarfish. Sushi over here in Hollywood, oh, like real fancy ass sushi. I didn't think it was that fancy. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, I get the tickets. It's pretty well. It's I not eat, cheap sushi. I, I eat buffet sushi, so yeah, <laughs> it's good sushi over there though. Itemized sushi, yeah. is, is fancy. I've eaten there when somebody else has been paying. Yeah, somebody's like, "Let's go here." I'm like, "Yeah, biz- yeah, business, showbiz person." Yeah, 
Why not, man? But yeah, I don't know. Just some stupid fish and sushi and whatnot. And you even had to get like a mogwai or anything? No, I don't know what that is. But um, a gremlin. Yeah, yeah, it's like. Um, but I told you about. Uh, I don't know why so many people get Taco Bell delivered in the middle of the day. Always for the I Taco mean, Bell. Always. Really? And yeah. to where? Like, where are you taking it? Wherever. Just people's apartments. Just. I mean, anybody who's ordering. I want, like, the level of prioritizing where you can't afford good food, but you can afford to have shit food delivered. That's true. And that makes it sound like I'm looking down on it. I love the flavor of that crap. I'm not looking down my nose at it. I I will. I'll look down on it. But not during the day. Like, I've never... Not during... Like, during the day... If you're not a teenager, you shouldn't eat Taco Bell during the day. It's true. I, but I'm saying nighttime, drunk food, absolutely. That, that's when you need it. Yeah. That's what it's there for. I've come around on a little bit. I used to hate it. But now that I live out here, like uh, to me it's just obsolete because if you're in that market, if you're in the market for that, Del Taco. Yeah. Del Taco all day. Del Taco is a I'm su- say, superior in the, product. In the daylight, neither one. No, well, no, I'm just saying. Neither one in yeah. the daylight. But it's. I would always choose a Del Taco over. How Taco much Bell. more does a DoorDash cost on top of Taco Bell? <clears throat> Five dollars a Taco Bell. It depends, like wh- how, oh, far. how far. Yeah. What's the most? I mean, I think I've delivered something that was twenty-five bucks. The the fee, like twenty-five dollars, because mm-hmm. it was a long way away to eat a. T- Oh, I mean, not Taco Bell. I'm sorry. I thought you just oh, okay. said, I was like, most? somebody paid 25 bucks oh, no. to get... No, I mean, I would imagine... I don't know. I would think probably five, six bucks on top of, you know... I was... Rachel and I got something uh, one night, like some DoorDash or something still like frozen yogurt delivered. But it was one of those things where we were looking at each other like, like with vacation eyes. Like, uh, this is... All right. <laughs> Let's get room service. You know, yeah. like, like we both knew it was stupid, uh-huh. and that's I think that's the only time that and I got like some fat sales, mm-hmm. which I like fat sales, mm-hmm. but fat sales after being in a car for twenty minutes, ooh, not so good. Fat sale got to be hot, really. You want a lukewarm. For mm-hmm. those not in the know, fat sale makes a sandwich where they put all the stuff, which I think we talked about fat sales uh-huh. a little bit. They'll put like little little sandwiches in a sandwich. <laughs> like you'll just really? get like yeah, they, like I mean I'll, I'll look up like but the thing is size wise, it works. It's um, oddly it works. I'm, I'm going to look it up for an example. Fat sales menu. Let me let me see. Let me show you what you haven't been there. No, really. No, I've driven past it a thousand times, <clears throat> buddy. Yeah, and they're open late. Like all right, you can get. <clears throat> Their sandwiches are what it's all about. Like the fat sal, the signature fat sal, they're served on extra wide bread. Roast beef, mozzarella sticks, onion rings, fries, brown gravy, mayo. That's in it. That's in the sandwich? Yeah. Fat Anthony, ham, salami, pepperoni, provolone, chicken fingers, <laughs> mozzarella sticks, lettuce, tomato, fries, white red wing vinegar. Just take and it marinara. easy. The best one, though? Oh, Fat Mona. Fried eggs, ham, bacon, grilled onions, cheese, uh, mozzarella and American cheese, fries, ketchup, salt and pepper. God damn. It's so good. It's like but the thing is though, it's not it's a it's a functional sandwich. 
Hmm. You can get you still take a bite and get all those things. Really? Yeah. Because usually those novelty Frankenstein sandwiches, you can't it, even eat them. They are. It's large. Uh huh. But like, imagine all that stuff just kind of chilling in the back of a Hyundai Accent for a half hour, <laughs> and you can see how that's heat really makes heat really makes a fat sales pop. You don't oh, want to. That's funny. You don't want one that's been lounging. Oh Jesus, man! You know what I had last night? Let's never. Let's not answer any of these questions. <laughs> yeah, here's your bonus. Thanks for your money, suckers. I had a glass of milk. <laughs> Can't remember the last time I had a glass of milk. <laughs> what kind of weird shit are you and the lady getting into? Just had a glass of milk. Just, just cause. Regular what two percent? Whole milk, baby. The whole red, milk. The red cap. That's for mixing. No, that's that's for drinking. That's farm board ju- juice right there. Jesus Christ! Yeah, this it was, is part of your keto diet. No, is a glass of whole milk. <laughs> Did you just eat glue? That was my uh, literally. That was my uh, attempt at like, fuck you. I'm gonna cheat. Like that was I was treating myself to a glass of that's not how you whole milk. cheat on a diet. <laughs> but like, I'm going to cheat on this math test, and then you just do a harder problem. Well, no, that's my point. It was like I, it wasn't much of a cheat, but psychologically, it's like, haha, I'm doing something I'm not supposed to do. A glass of milk. It was delightful. I mean, whole, I you know what? I haven't had milk in a while. I bet a glass of like. Cold, cold as shit. Well, yeah, it was cold. 2% I didn't percent milk. Yeah, it was in the fridge. I didn't find it in the closet or anything. Well, I like. I like, I like <laughs> you have to scrape some off, like <laughs> like a nice fromage. <laughs> but yeah, it was really cold. And it, like, use the last time I've ever had milk, I will occasionally have milk if if somebody just bakes some homemade cookies. I did that. That's what, like, after yeah. ice cream. Yeah. For some reason, huh? Yeah. Never never oh, thought of that. Best ever. Really. That just seems like a lesser version of the thing you just ate. But there's, I don't know what it is, man. Huh. It just works. Interesting. It just works. But yeah, but I can't remember the last time I just had milk straight up. Like probably milk since, up. I, since I was a kid. Do you remember how much milk we drank as kids in in school? Did you did did My you guys drink milk? Still- like in high school, I remember getting like, oh, here's some pepperoni pizza, some niblet corn, and wash it down with a yeah. fucking milk. Yeah, the pizza that you'd have to dab off like a fucking boxer's face. <laughs> you'd have to do ring man work on the pizza. Pe- <laughs> kind of cut man. <laughs> you'd have to do quarter man stuff on a piece of pizza just to so it wouldn't so the cheese wouldn't slide off the yeah. crust. Then we would, yeah, and then it was uh, ooh chocolate milk. I still ooh once in a while, once a year maybe I will have a chocolate milk at like a restaurant if I'm getting breakfast or something. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I jumped all over you for it, but I agree. All right, milk yeah, once just, in a while is good. Just yeah, apropos of nothing, I was just like, hey, what do you got there? And she's like, hey, I bought some milk. And I was like, why? And she, I don't, uh, she was out of creamer or something, so she bought that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a glass of milk. And uh, oh, dude, it was. We just made my night. Well, that's the last. Uh, that's the only question we're answering. Is Dave? When's the last time you had milk? <laughs> <laughs> Eric Payne asks, "How are you guys doing today?" I guess that's it. I guess we answered. Is that Dave, any new street justice tales? No. <laughs> Boy, I've been hawking a bunch of loogies on on cars. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. What uh, is that? Because of a thing? Or? Well, that's my new thing. 
when you Why? when you do a shitty move out on the oh, road while you're driving while, while you're I'm driving and while you're driving if you do some bonehead shit guess what if I get the opportunity to pass you you're getting a loogie yeah I've I spit three this week good ones just you get, you get bam oh yeah just right on Right, just boom, point blank, hey, nailed them have good. Have you uh, got any re- reactions? Have you seen any responses? To uh, one guy flipped me off. Yeah, yeah. What, but, did, he, what did he do? Uh, what what broth? What I can't what brought this. <laughs> I mean, it was it was probably any number of things. Of justice, just uh, just don't get me started. But just so many bullshit. I mean, I told you you didn't understand my grievance last uh, traffic complaint about when I'm going straight through an intersection. I got a green light, but the traffic is backed up, and I don't want to be that asshole who's just yeah, yeah, stuck yeah. out in the middle yeah. of the intersection. Yeah. So I hold off, even though it's a green light, and then the person to my right. Who's uh, what would you call that? Perpendicular? What do you what do you call? Yeah, it? yeah, it goes yeah. to make the right turn. Yeah, they go to make the right turn. It's like, no, fuck you, dude. I didn't pause to let your stupid ass. You're gonna get a green light in 30 seconds. All right, yeah. just fucking hold your horses. I'm pausing. This is that next available think, spot is my like spot. I said I think that's a draw, Mm-mm. but I get it. I already, man. I had to go to the Grove today, which if 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 uh, listeners, it's the it's a it's a mall in Los Angeles. Which is the eighth ring of hell, and I uh, is that the one uh, like third and Fairfax? Yeah, I wandered. I parked in the parking garage, walked down the stairs instead of using the elevator. Somehow ended up in the props department in the CBS lot. Like all of a sudden, I'm just by like a like a workshop where guys are making movie sets. I'm like, what the fuck? I got to wander around. I get in there, and it's just it's just it's just a trash mall. But yeah, people not using turn signals. I I hope their kids die. Like I get, and I'm now saying that out loud. What a horrible thing! But me just sitting behind somebody, putzing along because they're turning, and don't know that that's what the whole little lever is. Yeah. I mean, we've had that. I've told, yeah. I'm fascinated about just ripping it out of the car. And like, You're not using this, right? But anyway, that's uh, that's uh, so that's your street justice. You've been hocking on cars. Yeah, <clears throat> I haven't had any. Not street justice. My downstairs neighbor's been making weird noises at night, like a lot of yowling. Yowling? Last night. What do you mean? Like, Is give me an example. Like a... Like, it's not a sex noise. Not Well, how do you know? Like, Cause the best I can tell, she's alone. I don't hear another party down there. Huh. And it will happen over the course of three hours. Like, there was cheering with some smattering of applause. Then a song was sang, and then there was some yowling. How, now, how's that not sex noises? I think well, <laughs> your gal don't sing a song. <laughs> don't get up by the whole ditty when you, y'all finished. Uh, but then Rachel, maybe it's because uh, I don't know if she's from. She's not from. I don't know what her accent is. If it's English or Australian or South American, hmm. South African, I can't tell us apart. But maybe it's sports being played in a different time zone. Ooh. She's staying up late, getting loaded by herself, watching wow. a, a, a rugby match. That very well could be the but case. But it is weird, like one thirty in the morning when all is quiet in the neighborhood, and you just hear, yo, hey, yo. I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's how she... Uh, I mean, I've never gotten applause. Yeah. Not that I'm saying I deserved it mm-hmm. ever after a sexual feat, but 
<laughs> anyway, Eric, that's uh, that's your street justice. Dave's been spitting on people like uh, <laughs> like a real old timey priss. Oh, there's nothing better than slap, and, slapping them with gloves. My technique is down. Like I gotta. Ooh, well, you I keep drinking ha- the milk. I can only imagine what's coming out of there. <laughs> I got hawk a loogie from thirty yards away. That's that's like a whole milk, like a fucking scud missile. A whole milk's already half of that. I would like to compete in uh, some sort of disgusting Olympics and, like, uh, just see who can honk the furthest loogie. Just imagine well, it's out there, the little unitards with chalk on our hands. No, you mean like uh, like, uh, <laughs> like Revenge of the Nerds? <laughs> like we're about to do a, 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 what do you call it, a shot put or a javelin throw? But I'm in my little circle. <laughs> what if I did the little spin move too? Like you know the uh, oh the well, discus guy. I don't know how that guy. would work with uh, the the physics of it. No, that you know the discus. No, guy. I understand. Dave's now getting up to, to show me how to what Ooh, a discus thing is. Right. I understand what a discus is. Uh-huh. I appreciate the visual, yeah. Yeah. but also the physicality of it is not going to help the loogie go further. How do you know? Because you're spinning your head. It's got to come out. I give it a lot of torque from the front. I snap it. It's like just it's like throwing a baseball. Right. Just gotta whip well, it in there. Next time you're out there standing in the park for no reason, so you got nothing better to do, you give that a shot. <laughs> the time you're out there standing far enough from a little league game where nobody thinks you're just a weird rapist, you just see how far you can spit. Speaking of those Olympics, Josh McAfee asks, "Would you rather throw up once a day or have diarrhea twice a day for the rest of your life?" Huh. I mean, I pretty much lived in that second category for yeah. a minute. You, you eat enough found food. Yeah, I just kind of fucking a, a structurally sound dump. You ever, like, like a real Christmas treat. You ever get constipated and think, what a refreshing change of pace. I've, I've never gotten constipated. Take, take the day off. I have to run around the city like I'm about to shit myself every 10 minutes. I've been off the meat for a little while, uh-huh. just some seafood, but I've been off the meat since uh, since a Taco Bell. Uh-huh. Since a Taco Bell... Ten days ago, a drunk Taco Bell had to have it. Just yeah. had to. Um, oh, no, it's 17, so it's been two weeks. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm healthy in the guts. Well, Ooh. as healthy as you can be. To answer this question, I would much rather vomit once a day because I don't mind vomit anyway. Uh, but also, think about the cleanup. Fucking loogie demon doesn't mind vomit. No. Vomit is – vomit – you don't have to even cancel plans or do anything. You can just do a quick, true, true. just just a blast into into the bushes and then go piece on about gum, your day. Piece of gum and get out there. You don't yeah. have to take a shower. Yeah, afterwards. exactly. You don't have to find a a, a legal structure. Mm-hmm. All right, I agree with that one. You got uh, you got one over there. What do you want to do? Oh, I don't know. I just all right. I just, you just got, got in. Well, yeah. I can throw you another one. Yeah, throw me some more. Um, <clears throat> uh, Ashley Sands says, "What paranormal experience would you most like to have?" I feel like some of these guys gonna listen to the old ones, Dave. You're, I mean, unless you got something a second place behind Bigfoot, behind slow dancing with a Sasquatch. I mean, I guess second would be alien. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aliens is just yeah. I definitely want to, and, and not just any see any one. of them that's not that's not a threat. Yeah. Well, we Any, don't know that aliens aren't a threat, or that okay. But if we're deciding what kind, I would like a benign alien yeah. encounter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, all of them. I have not had, you know. 
Donald Gorman asked, Dave, have you ever spatchcocked a chicken or a turkey? <laughs> oh, boy. What? I had a nickel. Spatchcock? Spatchcock is where you, uh, you take like a whole chicken or a whole turkey, and it's kind of like butterflying a steak. And what you do is you remove the spine. You remove okay. all that, and you flatten it out. Oops, I hit the thing. But it, and, you just, and then you grill it that way. <laughs> You're real visual today. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm very... Those weeds got you really acting <laughs> stuff out. Maybe we do need to get a webcam. <laughs> just to see what kind of bullshit you pull on an audio-only form. I'll set it up, and I won't tell anybody. And they'll see just how physical you are on an audio-only format. <clears throat> He's shot-putting around the living room. He's spitch-cocking... <laughs> Chickens in the air. Oh God, that's funny. Yes, I have spatchcocked a, a, a chicken, and it's a, it's a great way to cook chicken. It's a, essentially you can just grill an entire bird, and you, you can't do that, you know, in its normal posture. Mm-hmm. So you just butterfly that thing, flatten it out, get rid of that spine, and then you can just grill the whole goddamn thing. It's pretty cool. Uh, this, uh, let me just see this question that I enjoyed. Something that I enjoyed. Uh, Dave, what were your ideal 70s? There's some car questions in here. Dave, what, Anthony H, what would your ideal 70s style van mural be for your van? Ooh, I would, I love those 70s vans. Yeah, it's always very pot influenced. A lot of Mm -hmm. wizards. Yeah. Wizards and drags. A lot of D&D feels. Yeah. Uh, A lot of, lot of wildlife too. Like I've seen like, uh, like a lot of wolf, howling wolves. Wolves, uh, tigers, and like elk and deer. Would you have a, I love like the little, like, like the moon shaped windows. Oh, yeah. Little side bubble portals. I love those. You know what? In that style, Airbrush style, but a bitchin' UFO beaming. It's a wolf that's howling, but it's not howling at the moon. It's howling at the UFO. Wow. Or like the fucking tattoo or mm-hmm. like a sweet beach scene with yeah. a UFO laying on it. I would do that or some sort of uh, wilderness forest, uh, Bigfoot, like a whole family of Bigfoot. What if a whole family of Bigfoot is camping and they've got a tent and a little Weber grill? That'd be funny. Bigfoot, yeah. They're, Bigfoot family camping at a campground. They're just in a band. They're just on stage. <laughs> but yeah, I, would, I don't know. I love those old 70s. Yeah, bands. that's a hard one. Like, <clears throat> and nobody says you have to get the same mural on both sides. That's true. Or is it only on one side and the other side's got the sliding door? I don't know how – I don't know what the – Usually it is on – Well, articulation is. Well, right? usually when I'm seeing one side, I don't know what's on the other side. True. So you're, not, you're not scoping that van. Yeah, hard for me to answer that question. Uh, second part of his question – that was for you, even though I answered it, so you can answer the second part. It's for me. Kyle, who would win in a fight? Rads, Crew Jones, or Gleaming the Cubes, Brian Kelly? <clears throat> well, I don't – ooh, I mean – I feel like uh, Brian <laughs> Kelly. Who are these people? Okay, Rads, Crew Jones, the, the movie Rad. I don't think I've Rad. seen Rad. Rad's BMX movie from the 80s, uh, Gleaming the Cubes, a skateboard movie. I saw that Rad, one. Christian, Christian Slater. Slater. Uh, Crew Jones was, uh, what's his name? You know him, you love him. Uh, God damn it. It was... um. Famous guy. It's a fam- famous. Uh, shit. <clears throat> oh, no, never mind. It wasn't. Uh, I was confused, and I thought it was uh, the dude from Thrashing. 
who was the guy from Goonies, the older brother from Goonies, who's a big actor now. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, who I was confused. I would put Josh Brolin to win a fight over both these guys. That's my answer, is uh, Josh Brolin from Thrashing, because he did have to fight. Uh, there was no real fights in any... Well, I think... I, I haven't seen Rad in a long time. Just physically, I think a BMX rider knows how to take more hits and takes more chances with their bodies. Uh, so I think he'd be more willing to brawl no matter what. Uh, Brian Kelly, a little bit of a smarter foe, really put a plan together to avenge his brother's death. So it's a good one. That's why I'm throwing uh, – uh, uh, what's his name <clears throat> that you just said? Josh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin from Thrashing is for huh. the win. You ever seen The Dirt Bike Kid with Ralphie? The other movie from The Kid from A Christmas Story. Yeah. No, I was like, if I'm going to see this kid's face, I'll just watch The Christmas Story. <laughs> So <laughs> it's a weird way to live your life. Nope. <clears throat> Speaking of fighting, Phil Schult asked Dave, "When's the last time you've been in a fight? Mm. How'd it go?" Last time I've been in a fight. Hmm. <laughs> Got to be careful how I answer this. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, when I was a tour manager for uh, Stuck Mojo, mm-hmm. uh, got in a fight in uh, like. Bumfuck Minnesota with uh, a dude we had to kick out because he was drinking and fighting everybody. And I was <laughs> assisting the uh, – they had two uh, bouncer security guards, and they needed help. <clears throat> and it was a dude – come to find out, it was a dude who had just gotten fired from that place, from this bar slash rock oh, okay. venue. And uh, all three of us, you know, he was fighting. Like he, he was way Fired and that stuff. night or like fired and then they let him in? I don't know. I don't know if it was – no, I think, I think like fired earlier in the week. <clears throat> but um, – Anyway, we get him out. He's just fucking drunk and crazy. And finally, you know, literally like the old like throw him out in the back alley type thing. And uh, he's like, fuck you. And he starts walking away. He's screaming at us. Fuck you. Fuck you. And like we turn our backs for like 10 seconds. And then we just hear, hey. And the dude threw a fucking chair. He threw a fucking (laughs) folding chair and hit me in the head. Wait, this wasn't the band that had the wrestler in it. Half of it was the same guys, but not that exact band. I can kind of forgive the chair throwing. <laughs> and uh, then came back at us and started just fighting all three of us. And then yeah. uh, I know I didn't get punched, but I did. I got him in a in a wrist lock. I got yeah. a hold of one of his arms and put a nasty like Steven Seagal wrist lock. Oh on yeah, him. those will hurt. And uh, got him down to one knee. And finally, we were like, "You're gonna fucking stop." And uh, because the other two dudes knew him. They were kind of like, we don't want to call the cops. Uh, but the dude hit me with a person. fucking chair. He got hit like right in the fucking forehead. You got to let me hit you with a chair now. It's only fair. <laughs> I was like, you ever seen the movie Go? Remember that? Like quintessential 90s movie. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, know if it's a good movie, but it was the most 90s movie. Mm-hmm. And where he gets to, like, he's going to shoot the guy. Like, all right, it's only fair. So you're just sitting there like, <laughs> okay. Like, oh, yeah, I shot you accidentally. So I yeah. guess you get to shoot me. Um. Let's get a supernatural. Uh, well, somebody, uh, can you guys get really drunk and talk about the Loch Ness monster? I mean, eventually, yeah. <laughs> uh, which reality show would you want to be a contestant on? Valerie Green asked that. I will answer that because I've been watching a show called Alone. Oh, <clears throat> you were telling me about this. Yeah, man. Is it good? It's like. Where's it on? Hulu? Uh, it's on Hulu. Okay. And um, we're watching, we're going through the second season of it now. And it's, yeah, it's 10 people just dropped off by themselves on northern Vancouver Island. And they check to make sure they have some, you know, know how to build a shelter, know how to find food and everything. And then they're just, they're just by themselves. Like the way, um, 
Who's the other guy? Not Bear Grylls, but the other guy. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Um, Survivor Man, Lee Stroud. Yeah, Lee Stroud. Like how he would do it with his own cameras, mm-hmm. that's how they have to do it. They have to tape themselves. And so if you believe the reality that they're telling you, uh-huh. nobody ever interacts with them. I think maybe they drop in for like health checks every few weeks or so. Uh-huh. But, I mean, it seems miserable and scary as hell. And they're dropped with nothing? No, they get to pick ten items. Ten items. So a lot of them have like a like a fishing net, a pot, uh, like a fire stick, a you know fire with steel, uh, axe, and then you could pick like there's they're they're with certain items. They have like five items. They all have like a like a like a Jesus Christ, a first aid kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like a bag with medical stuff in it. Ugh. That's been happening so much lately. Really? What's going on, man? I don't know. Brains. I'm just like happy and don't need, don't feel like trying huh. to do anything. Interesting. I just want to play with my RC cars. Yeah. But on the other end, drop me off in the in the winter uh, in northern Vancouver Island. That's the reality show I would like to be on. And I think, uh, I, and I do watch it with a sense of like education. Like, oh, look how they got around this problem. Look uh-huh. how they figured out how to start this fire. Look how they. Look at the ingenuity of a guy making his own fishing net or how to trap – how to make a fish trap out of just a plastic bottle. Yeah. Uh, so it's like that. What about yourself, cool. Dave? Oh, man. I don't know. I, like, I think, Nickelodeon's Double Dare? <laughs> I did want that when I was just a kid. by yourself as a 40-year-old man? <laughs> I, that's funny you mentioned that because when I was a kid, I used to watch that and I was like, I could dominate this. Oh, everybody, like, let's do this. I could fucking crush it. I'd put myself in the family double dare scenario and just realize what kind of like internal, true internal fights the family like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> I wonder if there's ever been like a family meltdown. Hmm. Like family double dare. God damn it, Toby! <laughs> Get through the fucking slide! Awful little league dad. Oh my god, that's funny. Uh, No, I don't know. I don't know. I like the reality show. Real son would play hockey. You fucking retard. Let's go, (laughs) sir. (laughs) I despise reality TV, but I love like the unscripted stuff, like like that, like the show you're describing. I I wouldn't mind, but I love like all the food shows, cooking, but not like I don't like the. I don't like Top Chef and stuff like that. I hate – as a matter of fact, I fucking, I'm not going to do a bit, but I hate that show just because who gives a flying fuck what you can make out of a fucking bag of figs in a, in a fucking conch shell? Like I just – hey, what are you good at cooking? Yeah. Fucking make, the, make that. I think it's watching the ingenuity of someone in a kitchen work with limited resources. No, who gives a fuck? Much like Don't alone. give a shit. Don't give a shit about that. You have to work with. Uh, I like seeing like, oh, here's a pate and some gummy bears and a pumpkin. That's fine if they're on that sh- on on alone. If you're out in the woods and these are the only three things you got, what you gonna eat? That's fine. But we're in a it's a cooking show. We're in a fucking million dollar kitchen. Can I just cook you a but, good fucking omelet? Well, no, that's everybody can do that. that. Why watch it? Somebody with all the ingredients make something that they know what to do with. It's about being a good enough chef. <laughs> That you can make something not only palatable but tasty out of limited items. <clears throat> no, I just want to be like... Somebody asked, when's the last time if you guys ever got in a fight? And I think it's right now because I'm about to tell you, there's no drama to a cooking show. Yes, there you is. you give them all the ingredients they could possibly have. Hey, today's the omelet episode. These three different dickheads think they make the best fucking omelet. Mm-hmm. Well, have mm-hmm. at it, dumbasses, and I'll pick the best one. 
Will because there is a so lot of ego and eat. pride in cooking. Yeah, there's so a lot of mods better fuck than yours. Your ego, put gummy worms. No, I want You you say you make, make an omelet with only movie candy, Mm-mm. and that's a chef that Who knows cares? how to think around it. Otherwise, here's every ingredient. You're just gonna have three good omelets. You're just running a show to scam three good omelets <laughs> into yourself. Oh, good job. Uh, you guys all win again. And Dave got to eat three omelets that fits in his keto diet. Fucking no. You're wrong. Uh, that answers whoever was asking. <laughs> Jordan Cave says, what's the most meat you've ever eaten in one sitting? Oh. Dave, how many wings was it? Well, I ate 82 chicken wings. But I think in that's terms of... 82, sh- that's 41 flightless birds. Yeah. Imagine 41 chickens. <clears throat> Imagine seeing just 41 chickens. Disappointed. Just, just looking at my fat ass. Well, that's the bit I've had. That's that, that's actually humane. If you don't, you could eat chicken wings and not kill a chicken, and that's vegan because you didn't hurt the animal. You just uh, you just took off a distraction. That's you just funny. you just cut the false hope of flight out of its life. Yeah, they're not using. Am I ever going to be able to? No, you're not. So give them to me, and you get to live, and everybody's happy. Chicken wings can be vegan if you don't kill the bird. God damn that! Is that a, is that a new one you're working on? <clears throat> no, that's an old one, dude. That's funny. Um, but I wonder if sheer volume of meat. I feel like I've eaten more. Like at that last time you and I were at Bloodsos. Oh yeah, I probably ate more than eighty-two wings worth of meat. Oh yeah, Ding Dong was there, so you just sat there scarfing. Yeah, I was like, here, you talk to this douchebag. I'm gonna eat. Yeah, he's, uh, showbiz. <laughs> but yeah, I ate eighty-two wings one time when I was seventeen years old. <clears throat> I can't. I don't That's going to be my biography. I, yeah, I don't know what the most. I've eaten a forty-eight ounce ribeye. That's forty-eight ounce, three pounds and change. Damn. I think <clears throat> I don't know if it's the most. I remember eating a euros, like a double euros cheeseburger. At a place called Super Sub on Western or Ashland, Chicago. Long gone. <clears throat> Everything deep fried. And I want, I'm like, I want a double cheeseburger. I want a double Euros cheeseburger. So it was a double cheeseburger, like <clears throat> shitty takeaway food cheese, like uh-huh. griddle, greasy one. Yeah. With just <clears throat> a Euros meat. Not like a, like a dressing of it, like a full Euros sandwich worth of meat on top of it. Wow. Woke up with the biggest hard on I've ever had in my life. Really? I don't even know. Like in like I slept on the floor at my friend's house. We were just, I just shit faced. But it was like it was in my pants, but I woke up, I was like, guys, what's wrong with me? And it was like the comically like <laughs> ripping through my pants. I'm like, look at like my dick's doing something weird. Like it's never been Huh. I don't know the, if that's a relation, but I've never had in a sexual context, it's never matched the rigidity of a, a double Euros cheeseburger from Super Sub. Did you wind up ever taking a date back to that place? I, you know what? I had eaten there again, and yeah. it was just – I think it was just an anomaly. But nah. Jesus Christ, man. It was uh, it was something. Hmm. I don't know if I needed to share that. <laughs> <clears throat> so – but uh, something, something went on. Uh, you got – what do you got? Man? I'm just <clears throat> skimming through here. He's uh, skimming. All right. Well, <clears throat> we got food. We did food questions. All right, here's one for you, Kyle. Let's do a Victor Bernal. Kyle, what kind of mountain bike do you have, and have you upgraded anything on it? <clears throat> uh, we have a specialized stump jumper. That's What's that? A, a, a mountain bike. Oh, that's okay. 
Yeah. I thought that was like an accessory you bought. No, no, no. That's the mountain bike 29er. And I just was at the shop today looking down. If I can gear tie, it's going to go down to a one. A stump Jumper's a fun name. Yeah, Stump Jumper. It's going to go down to a 111. It's fucking Maybe stump do jumper. new wheels. And I got, a, I got a Kona process. How many bikes do you have now? Do you want to say? You don't have I to have say. I have two mountain bikes. I have a like a shitty single speed in town bike. And I've got a... A BMX bike, and then Rachel's got a bike in the garage, and I was just gifted a folding bike. Well, being so, you only have four. Yeah, have you sold any? Yeah, I got rid of a couple. I was about to say because I feel like you've had more. Yeah, I got. They used to be in the in the learning annex, and I got rid of a couple of them. I had to get rid of them. It was about time. Well, we got to get some super natch soup soup snatch. Come on, give me something soup snatch shit clops. What qualifies being a ghost? Just dying normally or dying all weird? Like getting murdered, tragic shit, other weird death stuff. <clears throat> Are people who just died peacefully in their bed ghosts? No, I think it's when you're removed through some sort of injustice or, or Ill, t- Ill time. That makes sense. That's when I think. That's why I'm not afraid of cemeteries, but I'm afraid of hospitals. Like hospitals should be. That's where the energy gets transferred. I think when you die naturally, I think there's like some sort of acceptance process that you go through and your body's allowed to shut down and whatever sort of energy that may be your soul or your spirit is, you know, sent off in the way it's supposed to. The train is allowed to leave the station the way the way it should. But if, you know, you're hit by a car or something, all of a sudden immediately jolt where the energy that comprises your consciousness is now forced to re- realign itself. Maybe it doesn't always realign itself with its new reality. Like, oh no, I'm not dead. Mm-hmm. That's what a ghost is. That to me, that's what. I- that's that's a great point, and I've thought about that. My question is, all right, if you want to believe in ghosts, that's how I can justify the existence of ghosts. What about what about like a child dying prematurely, mm-hmm. or anybody dying prematurely? Uh, you know, a young adult dying of cancer or yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Like someone who died, like they weren't. Killed on, they weren't murdered. There wasn't anything unjust, other than oh, I didn't get my full run, run at this life. Yeah, I wonder if there's you know, and it's not something that can be answered. Maybe that's what it is with people that have somebody else asked about near death experiences too. So let's I will I'll give them a heads up. But maybe that's what near death experiences are. Are the people like all right that the feeling of peace mm-hmm. is is the transferring into the next realm? Yeah. And if you don't have that, or if you refuse that, maybe that's you choosing to be a ghost. Huh. You know, like, oh, here, just go towards the light. I don't want to. Maybe it doesn't always mean you're going to go back to being alive, but maybe it means you... Maybe it's almost like downloading a program, and then you your computer shuts off or something halfway through, and it doesn't download the right way, or things are missing. It's all speculation, but that's how I feel about it. Shit Clops also goes on to add, also, Go Eagles, fuck you, Dave. My, Matty Ice fails again. I don't know what fuck that means. Fuck you. But I really thought. Fuck you, I love dude. that we really gave yeah. just so much. Have fun with the Vikings, fucking douche. <laughs> I'm so glad I waited for a sincere discussion about uh, our existence and our souls. <laughs> Before he also said, fuck you, Dave. <laughs> no, oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I want to f- follow that up with whoever wrote about uh, near-death experiences, but I'm looking for it. You, you, got, you got one, Dave? Go. 
Give one, give one a go. Oh, okay. Uh, Jason Betru. Betru. A couple of car-related questions for no good reason at all. Any super memorable vehicles in your past lives? First cars, mm-hmm. total shit piles, rides you still look back on fondly. Second question, any car accident stories? What uh, what'd you drive as a teen? Uh, first car ever was a... Uh 86 old Oldsmobile Calais. What do those look like? Just real forgettable. Was it a box car? Real forgettable. A yeah, just a shitty, huh? Shitty. Uh, the first car that was like my car. Yeah, yeah. Try just uh, just a dumper, just yeah. a dumper four door car that uh, the windshield wiper switch would uh, catch fire. And this is before people would have bottled water. So I remember like driving my cousins in the rain, had the windshield wipers on. All of a sudden, like the dashboard was glowing and we're like it's on fire so we just had to spit into the dashboard <laughs> and I'd drive home with like a big glass of water because like nobody had bottled water it was, you know, it was like it's still like the early 90s yeah and people didn't just have those i was just had a cup of water driving that's funny <laughs> to throw into the dashboard in case it's lit on fire first car was an 87 pontiac grand am oh grand Am, little right. kind of short mm-hmm. low to the ground thing but uh, that was that was a fairly uh, boring car, even though you know I was proud of it. But uh, in my teen years, I had two different Jeeps at two different times. Yeah, you had old cool ones. I had an '83 CJ7, which is a Renegade, mm-hmm. that uh, I bought uh, mechanically. It was pretty good, but it was all beat to hell. And I I spent money to I got a new paint job, I got new tires, new wheels, yeah. new soft top. Like I had that thing looking good. '83, yeah. it was uh, red. I got like a, like a nice kind of like candy apple red yeah and i had a couple little little uh, silver stripes at the bottom and then i had black uh nerf bars okay those the nerf bars the ones you step on what do we call those those, yeah i don't know step ups or whatever yeah i had black those i got a brand new black best top you know soft top it It was it was fucking beautiful oh i loved it so much sell it and uh eventually i sold it i sold it to go to broadcasting school to become a radio DJ. Paid, again. paid hey, for my education. Hey, here we are. Yeah. And, uh, How often do they have to tell you you don't have to act things out <laughs> in broadcasting <laughs> And then later I had a 94 uh, Wrangler Sahara. Okay. The Army Green with a tan soft top. Yeah, matching, and, uh, uh, matching the wheel wells. Didn't uh, didn't get any, you know, I didn't do much to that one because it, it came already looking pretty good. Yeah. But I didn't get a lift or bigger tires or anything. But it, it came with like just the slightly, the stock tires mm-hmm. and wheels were slightly a step above the, the just your <clears throat> yeah, bone, so bone like stock. Yeah, the package. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it was sweet. It had like a really, it had that like, <clears throat> what do you call that? That matte finish that's real popular now that kind of. Complete. Or they get a wrap. The, the yeah. opposite of glossy. Like, yeah, yeah, Matt Finn. It had that like way before that was popular. Oh, really? Yeah, the it had just faded. No, no, it, it, it came with like a, it had special like dull army finished. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. like military. Kind and of. I never, you know, and then I never thought much about it until like ten, fifteen years later. Started seeing that a yeah. lot. The wrap. I always thought it was paint. It's a wrap. People get a wrap put on. Hmm. That's what it is. When you see like oh chrome car, it's the wrap. Interesting. I had a 1965 Mercury Comet that I thought was the shit, and it was garbage. Really? It was just a big turd. But, man, it was my ill-fated rockabilly phase. <laughs> I had to have a classic whip. Three on the tree. 
Three speed on the column. Wow. St- stick shift. You ever drive stick shift on the column? No, not on the column. Yeah, that's, really those. that's how I learned stick shift was on really? the column. Yeah. And it was uh, the windows would just fall off the track, just driving on the highway, like, all right, hour home and zero degree temperature. And I just hear the passenger side with like, Fudunk! and I'm like, fuck. I just had hats for everybody oh in the car. God. Where'd you get it? Where'd you buy it? I saw it for sale on the street in my neighborhood. It's like I want it. My dad was like, "Yeah, get something fun." Like you're like I think he was like, "You're young." How old you were you? I, I mean, young as shit. I mean, I was twenty. Yeah. But it was it was one of those things like, "Yeah, go for it." Yeah, that's when get you something. that's when you have a car. Like I think that. my dad got it. Like, yeah, do it. And yeah. it was nice to open a hood and look at an engine. Like, oh, everything that might break, I can reach and replace. Yeah. You know, I didn't know anything, but I did fuel pump. I was doing stuff on it, and that's I don't cool. know anything about cars. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a big old piece of shit. <laughs> but other than that, just you know, hand me downs. Eighty five grand marquee. That was the closest I'll ever come to driving a tank. That thing was beautiful. One p- steer with the pinky, like the power steering. Oh so. wow. Oh yeah. Pimp. Pimp. You missed out on Victor's part of his second question, Street Justice Dave. You oh, get yeah. any weapon on, on you while patrolling the streets, what would it be? Any weapon? I mean, other, other than, than like a, a milky pallet, forty cal yeah. Glock. Um, I mean, if we're not—I don't know. Obviously, firearm is your desired uh, method, but uh, I don't know. Well, I like a good ass baton. That those retractable sound. ass batons. You know what I'm talking about? Ass baton. Two words. Two words. Ass. A S P. Yeah, ass baton. That I mean. I we're I'm a better comedian than to make the obvious dick mm-hmm. joke, but yeah. it's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are they called ass batons? I don't know. I think ASP might be some sort of uh, acronym. ASP. Yeah, ASP, and it's uh, a and <clears throat> the thing itself is a baton. Yeah, but ass baton. Ass baton. I think it's, it's either an, uh, some sort of acronym or it's the company or whatever. But the the difference between that and a regular baton is it's retractable. Yeah. So it starts off. It's about twelve inches, and you uh, shake it out, and then yeah, you snap it, and it. So one of those come out at a concert once with yeah. some skidheads. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're handy little weapons. Dave wants an ass baton. I. I have an ass baton. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Andrew K. How much of the Boogie Monster recordings edited? What ends up on the cutting room floor? <laughs> I don't know. Just when uh, Dave does an accent, pretty much. I think. Other than that, it's all you get. It all. You're getting it all. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of insulting. Like. <laughs> Yeah, listen to it. What do you think yeah. we're really? You think we're really sitting there with Pro Tools, making sure this is A plus quality? <laughs> oh, Sarah Perez asked, "Do you have anything you would consider a prized possession, like something you physically own and treasure, regardless of monetary value, and would be very sad to lose? If so, why is the object so important to you? You got anything like that? <clears throat> There's a ham joke in here somewhere." <laughs> Man, I, I'm I'm real sentimental about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we we're trying to clean up around here, and I was trying to clean out some drawers, and I was just like throwing out like just garbage, but like a, just a pen with the address of a hotel, and I'm like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, I can't. I don't think I have anything that I'm outside of sentimental value. Mm-hmm. 
But like prize, like I don't have anything. Yeah. Cool. Look at this thing. Yeah. I like my bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, I don't own hardly anything. So, uh, but I do very have a possession. I have I have very very few possessions. But I do have. Uh, I I definitely have a prize possession. It was gifted to me about two years ago. Uh, speaking of sentimental, mm-hmm. my mother spent thirty seven years making a quilt. No, just for me. The story is uh, when she got pregnant with me, when she mm-hmm. found out she was pregnant. My mom's always been very uh, – my mom's disabled. She's in yeah. a wheelchair. So – and she's been that way since she's 21. So mm-hmm. since that happened, she has got – because she can't walk or move around much. Yeah. So she's gotten really uh, artsy-craftsy. Yeah. She taught herself to cross-stitch. She knows, she knows how to do anything like knitting, crocheting, cross-stitch, needlepoint. Yeah. Loves that shit. She makes quilts. She makes fucking little – Stuffed bunny rabbits, but she she loves yeah. all that shit. So anyway, when uh, the story goes, when I when she got pregnant with me, uh, she just started making a quilt. That's and, uh, sweet. On my thirty seventh birthday, she gave me this fucking giant badass quilt, and it's it's white and it's I don't know anything about quilting, but it's um mm-hmm. it's made up of about I mean looking at it, if you had to guess, it's made up of about three thousand. Little Wendy's two rappers. by two, <laughs> <laughs> little two by two inch square. Yeah. Uh, like the base is white, but then there's about two thousand little squares on it, and each square is just a different piece of scrap material. Just a piece of a red bandana, a piece a of a blue T-shirt, or just random. So it's very colorful. It's white, but then it's just a thousand colors, yeah. and a thousand squares. And she she fucking made that thing just on and off for thirty seven years. Where do you keep that? Where's that? Uh, now now it's back at her place, just because I don't want to keep. Yeah, keep I don't want it to get yeah. stolen if my van gets broken into. Uh, so when I get a place, I'll uh, I'll bring that. That's back. a sweet thing. But yeah, and it's it's badass. It's like uh, I mean, it's giant. Like it's something like you could fit on a. It could be like a king size bedspread. Could fit on a whole bed when you get. Yeah, one yeah. Of those. Get a get a, an actual bed. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I think you know what I have <clears throat> the first get like good guitar that I bought. The Fender Telecaster that I bought. I mean, it's just from guitars. But I think that would be sad. Like, oh, that's the guitar that I played at, like when I was in a band, and like, <clears throat> yeah, like, I could see that. That was the thing. I always thought it was cool, and like when I was in that band, my buddy who still plays music still plays the same bass, and I know he bought it new, but now the paint's worn off. Uh-huh. I'm like, man, you did that. Like, that's <clears throat> nothing. I, I, I'm sure it's just me, but nothing bothers me more. Than these guitar companies that will put out a distressed guitar, like you know, you like oh, they do tunes. that absolutely, really, buy a brand new, and people love them because it's like they're broken in, but they're fading, and there's fucking fake cigarette marks put in Ugh. it. I used to work at a music store, and these guys would cream their fucking jeans every time one of these things came in with it all like beat up. I'm like, this is so like you earn, so lame. you earn this, or you buy a used guitar, yeah. That ooh, that's got some stories in it. But I know somebody makes a new guitar, and then the artisans, the relic artisans, sit there and purposely beat it up. I'm like, that's still the dumbest shit I could possibly think of. That's so lame. And so to see to see somebody has a guitar that I know that like it's worn down to the wood because that's you played and you could look at the thing like, oh, that's come with me mm-hmm. to the all these countries, all these places. So. I li- yeah, I got my old guitar that that I like. I haven't worn it down like that, but I, there's a lot of dents in it and stuff. I'm like, I remember when I thought it'd be cool if I threw this, and then I was immediately sorry. Like, I fucking 
hit a girlfriend or something. Like, oh, no, baby, I didn't. I just I got caught up in the moment. <laughs> Marcus Fairbrother. That's a fucking handle. Says, dudes, what's your take on out-of-body or near-death experiences? Real, like Bigfoot, or bogus, like Phil Schneider? Also, if you, either of you, let's leave, but let's be honest, most likely be Street Justice Dave, were wrongly convicted of murder and were put on death row, what would your last meal request be? Well, that's one of our first episodes. Yeah. I think it's like, you got to go back to early, like, Boogie Monster number two or three. Yeah. And we cover last meals pretty extensively. Yeah. But uh, out-of-body or near-death experiences, this is what I want to address from what we're talking about, Uh ghosts. I think that's... I think that's a transition. I think they're real. Uh, whether it's the hallucination. My mom had one. Really? <clears throat> yeah. I think she uh, actually heard herself describing uh, trying to get lift to work on her phone, and she went into a coma. Uh, ah, taking a shot at old Deb. Come on. I had to listen to her tell me about lift today, and I, I immediately became unconscious. Did she uh, explain it to you as if it's a thing you weren't familiar with? No, it was okay. just... She'll get locked onto a detail and uh-huh. then just repeat that detail. Yeah. Well, I don't. I put my credit card in there, and then all there was a little car going, and I don't know if I'm going to get charged because I didn't think because I, I just put it in there and I didn't request one. Yeah, I don't. I had. I'd have to see it if because I don't know because I put my credit card in there and I just hit next and I was going through and all of a sudden there was a little car coming to the house and if there's a charge that comes with that, I don't want to be charged because I didn't call it. I understand, Mom. I just it's something that unless I can actually see it, I want. I know because I just don't know if there's a little car coming. That means because they have my credit card. I put my credit card. I'm like, oh fuck! Wow. I'm going to smother myself with a pillow, huh? Uh, but you know, it's I, I'm going to. I've already sound like that yeah. trying to understand technology to people. But it's about uh, engage your audience when you're discussing. How do we get on that near death experiences? Yes, I almost had one listening to my mom talk about Lyft. Um, no, I think it's I think it's your body preparing itself. Uh, either it's the like the supreme endorphin rush, adrenaline rush of dying to cover up any pain or fear. Uh huh. You know. Interesting. I don't think it's a spiritual. I don't think it's God. Yeah. I think it's your brain protecting you from the the fear of dying. Interesting. You know. Also, going towards life. I mean, that's what birth is anyway. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're just born again. Maybe your death is you come. That's the reincarnation. Hmm. I don't I mean, I can ramble on about this shit. I don't know. I don't know, man. I had. I told you about my near-death experience. When I, when I fell backwards off a cliff oh, on, yeah, on a lawnmower. Lawns. It was literally about a 15, 18-foot drop. And... Uh, by some miracle, didn't did even hardly get a scratch. Dude, now okay, let's address that. But, Do you think it, it like like miraculous occurrences? Well, but this is what I was about to about to say uh, when it was happening in real time, it probably lasted two and a half to three seconds. The mm-hmm. drop, like I, I caught mad air, just mm-hmm. rolled backwards off a cliff, and I'm like. I don't know how to describe the what get position physical. my, my body. You get physical, and I'll, I'll tell everybody. You're starting to do it. And <laughs> all right, you got, all right. You if I'm, you if, got if I'm in, if, I, if I'm in the lawnmower, okay. So when I, I can, fell back, I can drive your hands. I literally was, you know, 
Backwards. Yeah. You were we- the was lawnmower like- was wheeling. Yeah. And I was falling like this for about three seconds. But those three seconds. You were on the lawnmower? Yeah, I was on the lawnmower. And the lawnmower now, midway through, I have fallen off the lawnmower. And the lawnmower is now coming That's down coming on me. That's coming at you. It's, come, it's crashing down on me. And literally those two and a half, three seconds, it felt about like 20 seconds. And, oh, it, yeah. and I did – I had something in my brain of like, oh, shit, this is how it ends. That's yeah. all I thought. And I wasn't even panicked too much. It was just like – but there was a I'm clearly about to die. Yeah. There was like but I'm about to die. Did you get like a calm or just – It was kind of oh, calm. Like like this adrenaline comes in and it's like, okay, don't, don't worry. Don't it, worry. It was midway through. Like I, it was – I fought it at first, like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then after yeah. about a couple of beats of oh, shit, oh, shit, something turned in my brain, and it was like, oh, it's lights out, buddy. That's what I think about ghosts, is if you don't get that time for that chemical to be released, maybe, uh, you know, whatever it is, maybe that's what makes the energy linger. Yeah. Because it was terminated, uh, well, you know, without sort of any explanation or, or calming. Do you think? Do you believe in? Um, I, I wouldn't say miracles, but I, I would say supreme coincidence. I don't do know. Do I believe in them? I mean, I would need an example. I guess but. you need to believe in like. Yeah, I don't. know. I'm starting to talk out my ass, and I, well, like, I don't know. No, but like, okay. Have you seen these? There's a lot of these YouTube videos of like. You know, people almost dying on camera. You know, yeah. guys walking out in front of a train and the train wrecks. But mm-hmm. you know, shit like that. Like, well, that's essentially what just happened to me. Was yeah. You know, but like some of that shit. When you see the fucking European box truck go bouncing into the other lane, yeah, and then just some little old lady on a bike just stops just in yeah, time. Yeah, it goes around. But I think there's just as many examples of wrong place, wrong time, mm-hmm. shit miracles. Mm-hmm. You know, you know stuff like that. Of like, oh, I can't believe a, a piece of a satellite killed one guy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, I think there's plenty of that too. I think I think there's probably a grand average of these mm-hmm. kind of coincidences happening for good and for bad. That was like the beginning of Magnolia when they're talking about all yeah. the weird stuff that's going on. Yeah. Um, Sam Thomason has a good one. What if Earth is a prison planet for a larger colony of our species? The occasional UFO abduction with rectal probing is just the orbital guards getting bored and doing some fucked up Guantanamo stuff. Huh. Um, That's interesting. Prison planet, storage planet, uh, uh, a colony of just resources. Mm -hmm. I I, I could see that. I could see that. I could see maybe the... uh, Maybe it's not a prison thing, but they're coming out and checking our butts the same way a farmer's got to check one of his cows. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, I can see that. I think rectal probing never ha- I mean, I don't, but like, I don't think they're looking in butts as much as people think. I think that's this. People are covering up old timey gay stuff. <laughs> Like of all the stuff about UFOs, like it, like the punchline is, it's always like yeah. they're looking in butts. Yeah, what's uh, what's so great about a butt? I mean, it's just another thing to start exploring a creature's. Mm-hmm. I guess you find out what it ate. You know, you look at the poop, find out what it ate. Hmm. Uh, I don't know, but I, I, uh, I do, I do like the idea that it could be an advanced human species that you know the. the 
<clears throat> Look at the way. Okay, we evolved from monkeys, and then what do we do? We test our fucking stuff on monkeys. Mm-hmm. Why can't that Ooh. be the same thing? The next evolution of Homo sapiens are whatever aliens are, and they're coming and testing stuff on us. That'd be the good coincidence. Any scientist who's doing animal testing gets abducted by aliens that cram a bunch of stuff up his ass. Need to, and then you think it's like oh for science, and then it's just, they're they're just trying to figure out if like new future makeup will cause a allergic reaction. Oh man. But I'm just saying, I dig that idea. Could be a thing. I understand. Jared Eady, <coughs> T-I-E-D-E. Most people that were initially against rigorous TSA screenings and x-rays have adopted a fuck-it-whatever attitude towards these very invasive procedures. What current or future tech do you think is lulling us into compliance? Fucking all of it. Um, I agree. Like, I don't have the fuck it whatever attitude, but I did immediately as soon as like, oh, just give us some money and you can get pre-check. Like, you fly enough. I'm like, yes, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. But I was always, if I wasn't late, I'd be like, nope, pat me down. You're going to interrupt my day? You're touching my dick. Huh. Somebody's touching my dick. Yeah. I don't feel invaded. Your job is to touch my dick. (laughs) That's how I approached it. You want to interrupt my day? You're touching dicks. Use the front of your hand. Get in there. I don't give a shit. Touch my dick. Huh. You signed up. I'm like, okay, I'm sure it created jobs. Hmm. But tough shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have lessened up, <clears throat> lightened up now, but when there's attitude, when there's mm-hmm. just people just... They're just sitting back there. That I condescending, be... sing songy, take out your laptop. Uh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, I got you're it. Annoyed? I, you're annoyed. I got it. Your job's not real. Yeah. You're doing nothing. Yeah. You're false security. Yeah. Mall security does more in the name of safety than fucking six dipshits in blue shirts yeah. changing the color on the screen. You don't I, – I love every time. Don't take anything out of your bag. You guys are going to scan it because I'll have the, like, the voiceover mm-hmm. microphone bits. What did I tell you? Don't take anything out of your bag. I'm like, fine. Whose bag is this? It's mine. You're looking for the striped bag at the bottom. It's got the shit in it that I told fuckface over there I needed to take out in the first place. You're, so, you're all so fucking smart. Yeah. You guys are all so fucking smart. And I've met some that are fine, and it's a job, uh-huh. and we're all dealing with it. I'm glad you have a job, but like, when they have an attitude, and when it's people who have such limited power in their regular lives that you give them any—it's like that Stanford Prison Experiment shit. You give them any little bit of authority, yeah. They're like, oh, I can fuck with your travel. I fucking fuck you. You'll die. Yeah, and this whole you know service industry. You know, I've worked in the service industry, and yes, I know a lot of those jobs suck. And but hey, no one, no one made you take that fucking job. Guess what? Most people have jobs they fucking hate. So if I come in to buy a goddamn sandwich, how about you not act like I just kicked in the door of your fucking apartment and stole your kidnapped your fucking dog. All right? You're working in a goddamn sandwich shop. You make sandwiches, I buy sandwiches. Let's fucking get through this without any fucking tood. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's just it's just the, it's the cop attitude. But I, and then I have but I have been I tried to stay vigilant about 
not having a fuck it attitude. I try not to have a fuck them attitude, but I definitely try to, to you know, like, I, I'm aware that what you're doing isn't a real position. What current or future tech do you think is lulling us into compliance? I think just uh, the willingness to offer any information. The willingness, like, every, everything you do online, like, oh, just log in with Facebook. <clears throat> Funnel everything you do through this database that you're willingly sharing all the details of your life. Yeah. That, I think, immediately <clears throat> is, is and, and here's me being the old man, like, that Facebook's going to, like, just to offer up information, just to just so freely offer up. I'm here now. I'm here now. Oh, so-and-so just checked in at a restaurant. Well, I know you live alone, and that means your apartment's empty. Like, I, I, I fucking hate that when I'm out with somebody, and then all of a sudden I see someone on Facebook, like, oh, I'm here with so-and-so. Like, don't I don't me. want anybody to know that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I don't touch Facebook. I dick around. Oh, God. Instagram is just like... I was doing my thing where I just repost all the ads. So I don't see these ads that you're reposting. Oh, I get sponsored content all the time. Maybe because I have – I don't follow a lot of people. But like when you get on Instagram and if you just want to scroll – Yeah, every every sixth or seventh one is really? an advertisement. Maybe I'm just not paying attention. Yeah. Huh. That's a, Well, that's the thing. Just not paying attention. Just <clears> – <throat> It was John Roy put something very funny, man. John Roy put something like, "Hey, uh, you want to make all our content for free? Well, we make money off of advertisers. Welcome to social media. Like that's it. You're just giving Instagram content, yeah, and they get money for advertising. Interesting. That's what are you getting out of it? Other than getting other people to get excited about a product." For false for false value for likes, for the serotonin rush of likes and and, and momentary acceptance, addictive acceptance, and they get to sell ads that get to scoot right on in, right on the thing you volunteered to be advertised mm-hmm. to. And I I realize how stupid it is that I repost them, and make fun of, but now I'm just going to use somebody else's sponsored ad and make fun of them to promote my own shit. Yeah, <clears throat> you know. Seems like that's how that's how graffiti works. When you see a billboard, but the graffiti, I was like, oh, that's the graffiti artist is good. And he's used that billboard. Yeah. All right, so I'm just going to use it like that. This isn't an original theory, but it's an obvious one. In a in a bigger picture, what is social media doing to humanity long term? Meaning, you know, what are the stats? I heard something the other day that the average person checks their phone 150 times a day. Yeah. The fact that we're constantly, that. Yeah. constantly checking our phones, constantly on social media. And, and yes, I know this sounds like granddad talk, but like, I would like to cross reference the numbers of like social anxiety. Maybe you got social anxiety because oh. you don't fucking talk to human beings. No, it's, anymore. it's absolutely out there. It's yeah. absolutely out there. <clears throat> um, yeah, you can. But like, where, where are we going to be in two hundred years? What like the, <clears throat> us devolving? Like you know, seriously, like, I think where's the, humans going to be after two hundred years of the narcissism involved in me, 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 and look what I'm doing, look what I'm doing to the 
paying no attention to anything in your surroundings because you're always walking yeah. and looking at your phone. The hard, the hard Times did a thing about Jeff Jeff Bezos to just beat the shit out of small business owners. <laughs> the thing about just like how you can just get anything you need on Amazon. You could effectively live never leaving your home. Yeah. You can get everything delivered. Mm-hmm. You can live, uh, you know, you can have all your social experiences virtually. Yeah. Um, I was reading a thing about cults. For as much as I knock Vice, they did have a good article about cults using YouTube and how, uh, you know, that's the thing. Now you get, you get somebody to isolate themselves. Part of the thing about being a cult is like, oh, your family's fucked. All your friends are fucked. Get rid of them. And then now you don't even have to go find out. You know, you don't have to go off to Spawn Ranch or wherever, you know, bunker they're all meeting in. You just... Talk to him on Skype. You talk to him on the message board of the cult in that forum, and you just meet him online and communicate. So now you're isolated by yourself. You're alone in your house, and all you're doing all day is communicating with other people in this cult. So therefore, that's that's your world. That'll happen to me. That's why, like, I took <coughs> Twitter off my phone and everything, because all of a sudden, like, you're looking at it, and no matter where you're out in the world at the store, like, you're reading Twitter, like, that's what's going on. No, that's what's going on on Twitter but because you've looked at it for so long that day, you're like, that's the world. Yeah. That person said this, and this person responded like that. And then you literally and figuratively forget to look up and look out and be like, no, no, this is the w- real world. Yeah. And I would get that way. I would get that way, even with it still on my computer. If I'm sitting around here long enough and I put something in somebody else's response I don't like, so I start arguing, like, hold on, this. Because it's so, oh, here's my email. Here's my work email that I correspond with. Here's Instagram that I click on over here, and that's visual stimulation. If I want to jerk off, that's going to be right there if I need it. Yeah. You know, everything that you want to, oh, if I want to shop on something, I could buy it on a whim on Amazon. Everything's right in this screen. Everything you need is right in that screen. So mm-hmm. the, 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 it seems just as important as anything else. Well, and it's not true. That lends itself to the, uh, theory of this all being a simulation well is that what so we're just going to we're enjoying a simulation within a simulation possibly well okay say like you go to you got a local bar you go to every night Mm -hmm. and so all that drama within that little area I mean it's like I'm not sure throwing my mom under the bus but okay she doesn't have a large circle Uh she goes to bingo or she gets she talks to my aunt who lives down the street, brother aunt. So all the problems are in that world. Yeah. <clears throat> and so problems that don't seem huge to anybody else are gigantic because that's her world is small and so those problems. Yeah. That's what happens with Twitter. That's yeah. what happens with social media. Did you see what so and so put on Facebook? But it can also be accessed by anybody else. Yeah. So that's why when somebody makes some like a stupid joke, uh, off color joke, and it blows like that. <clears throat> The, the the John Ronson book. So you've been publicly shamed. You talk about some girl like, <clears throat> oh, I'm going to Africa for work. Hope I don't get AIDS. No, no kidding. I won't. I'm white. <clears throat> Dumb joke to, however, small amount of followers on Twitter. Yeah. 20-hour flight. She lands all of a sudden. Blown up. She's losing her job. All this shit. Yeah. It's a fucking joke you made to whatever small circle of friends that you thought you had. Yeah. On there. Uh, so that's the tech to go back to the question. Yeah, that's the shit I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. How you can get judged immediately. Look at how quick, you know, YouTube stars that we are just celebrated, and then, well, they 
they're only rewarded for being outlandish publicly. Yeah. And they do something that's deemed, ah, uh, now the rest of us weigh in on the guy who was in the suicide forest like, oh, this guy's garbage. I didn't know who he was two weeks ago. Yeah. Now they're like, I don't, I don't care. You never had a chance to f- fuck up. You do everything in a public eye. Yeah. And then you screw up. You're not screwing up in front of your parents. You're not getting yelled at after you get home from school. The whole world's like, go die. You know? That's that. Well, anyway, that's, thanks for uh, listening to the Boogie Monster through one of these devices. <laughs> I mean, we're using the device, but we're not part of the machine. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you have to use parts of the machine to criticize the machine until the machine shuts down. <laughs> Look for smoke signals. Learn to read smoke oh, signals. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so that's that's what I'm saying, Jared. All all technology, all fucking. We got Amazon Echo, Alexa. She's just over there listening. Oh, I'm she's listening ask to what you you're saying that. all the time. It's was, right there. Look at. I said its name. It lit up. Look at it right now. It lit up. Why do you have that, by the way? That's Rachel's. Well, why are you? You can't put your foot down. Look, we're cohabitating. With all due respect, I, I don't want this in my home. I, I, I am so, I'm thinking about that the other day. Because I'm surprised nothing's, that you ha- nothing's happened. Other than. Uh, I hate those fucking. Things. I got nothing to hide. Well, neither do I, but it's the goddamn principle of get the fuck out of my house. Alexa, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> yeah. You bitch. Jeez. I'd rather not answer that. Of course you wouldn't. Rather not answer that. That's I just angered the robot lords. Yeah, you know what it is. There's some there's some <laughs> algorithm because you said fuck. Uh oh, something knows we're on to us. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, Alexa, get out of my house. There's always a song about whatever you're. Why are you playing Magic Carpet Ride by Steppenwolf? Rachel's home. We can ask her. Let me ask you this. When it just plays songs like that, do you have to have an Apple Music account? Or, you know, where's the songs coming from? Spotify. Do you have to link it to a Spotify account or something like that? Hi, Rachel. Hey, do you have to have Alexa hooked up to Spotify? Like, where does the music come from? It will let you go to iTunes even though it's Amazon? I don't know. Hmm. All right. Well, we got theories. Did you to, is she listening? I ta- I, yeah, she's always listening. No, I've been it. It doesn't matter. It hurt. <laughs> I'm serious. Those I, smart TVs, uh, we talked about that months ago. These, the smart TVs. That they're always on? That they're, even when you unplug them, it's still listening. What do you mean even when you unplug No. Yeah, there's a thing hardwired into it. It can't. Mm-hmm. Oh, see. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm laughing at something else right now. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, I got a little so, inside jokes? Uh, there's something. <laughs> Is it me? Is there an odor I'm unaware of? No, no it's a whole... Oh, boy. All right. Well, I'm going to get a grapefruit later. 
Oh. I know what you're talking about. Oh, what? So now it's just out there? I know what that means. You know what it means? I know what grapefruit means. Really? Yeah, it was, uh... Yeah, I just found about it yesterday. I wasn't that concerned. All right, John Harvey asks... I use a watermelon. All right. (laughs) I use a chicken pot pie. Ah, uh, you guys. Uh, Should I go ahead and leave? Just a, he, I just uh, take all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just half cook a whole roll of cookie dough. <clears throat> all right. Uh, oh, anybody who knows what's up knows what's up. <laughs> oh, I'm on my way to getting a weird rash. John Harvey asks if a werewolf bit someone who had also previously been bitten by a, that tick that makes you allergic to meat, would the new werewolf still be allergic to meat? Huh? Oh. Wait, what? This is a good question. I don't get it. I guess if you, you can get be, be bitten by a tick that makes you allergic to meat. Really? According to this question. Oh, that'd suck. What if a werewolf bites somebody... That's allergic to meat now because they've been bitten by that tick. And that person has become a werewolf, but then as a werewolf, they're allergic to meat. So if they bite somebody as a werewolf, they go into anaphylactic shock. So you'd just be like a an off-duty werewolf, you're, you're an honorary? You're a werewolf allergic to the thing that would keep you going. So what keeps a werewolf going? Do they need? They don't need the blood. That's that's vampires. I think they just they're just like a wolf. Just, I think you'd just be a vegetarian werewolf. That's just, what I was saying. Yeah, can you just not eat people? Yeah, I think you'd like be like every full moon. You would just really fuck up a garden. Hmm. I think you'd probably try it. Be like, I'm a wolf. That's that's what never made sense about werewolves. Like you can just go one day. I guess it's the mental part of the wolf thing. Hmm. But, like, if you think, okay, I'm a werewolf. Here's the one night where I'm going to be a wolf. What if you just, like, before you turn into a wolf, just, like, fill up at Sizzler? <laughs> like, I, why is Dave, every night before a full moon, he just takes everybody out to blood sows. I've never seen a meat. Like, that would be the end. Like, what's the most meat you ever met? Oh, the night before a full moon after I became a werewolf. Ugh. That's, I don't, that's a good, that's a good, that's a real brain teaser, John. That, more questions like that. That's good. Yeah. I like good, good stuff. Is Mothman an insect? Spencer Williams, is Mothman an insect, bird, or some other type of animal? Also, is there a Mrs. Mothman? <laughs> I think that'd be a moth woman. Let's be honest. I think Mothman is a it's a humanoid. It's, I think it's mostly human with mm-hmm. wings. The moth part just got piggybacked from uh, the West Virginia, yeah, or wherever that one was. But most people say that, like I said, there's a Vice article that's out right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty pretty well done article for as much as Vice really shits the bed. Every other article, this was a good one. Yeah, I'm picturing it from the descriptions I've read. More humanoid than anything. Yeah, and the, and the guy who saw it in front of the owl, the bar, of the owl uh-huh. is my friend's cousin. So if we got to talk to a source, ooh, we have to uh, get him to call in. Yeah, yeah. Once we get that technology up, 
So we get our call-in lines. We should get one of them phone numbers where people get to call in. Yeah. Bronner's whole podcast, people call in and ask for advice. Oh, yeah? He's got, he's got some weird... I guess you can get like a Google phone number or something. I don't know. Let's look into that. Josh McAfee, chicken or fish? Mm, chicken, man. Come on, dude. Chicken or fish, Dave? Uh, chicken. Although I like a nice fish. I mean, I love fish. I had some good shrimp today. Yeah? Where? Went to Hungry Cat. Old Rachel took me out to lunch. What's Hungry Cat? Seafood place. Oh. Funny name. Yeah. Cat loves seafood. Ha! I get it. We had some, like shrimp cocktail, but it had like Cajun spices and uh, and uh, the parsley on it. Ooh, damn, it was good. Sounds fun. Um, oh, we're almost Chris, out of questions. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of good ones. Christopher M- M- Melkowski. Uh, this is to Dave. I've been growing tons of varieties of hot peppers, and I'm planning on making hot sauces to give away. What's your opinion on the fruity sauces like peaches or strawberry, or should I stick to the garlic and vinegar basics? I'm all about a fruity hot sauce. Uh, the jalapeno jelly uh-huh. is good. It's always I just don't know where where to put it. Yeah, crackers. Yeah, get you some good. Like, like you need a neutral base. Yeah, yep. Um, I think but I can see it working good. well on wings. Yeah. Like you can do sweet and hot uh-huh. on wing. Yeah, I mean pretty much anywhere. But yeah, I, uh, let her rip. Man. Yeah, let her. Uh, I've uh, I've been known to put like peach peaches and and a mm-hmm. barbecue sauce. You know, I definitely get mango uh, salsa. Yeah. Um. Jeff McKeon asked, hey, guys, Dave wants to tease the story about his first time drinking. Mm-hmm. Any chance we'll ever hear that? Oh, I thought I paid that off. I just – I didn't drink till I was 25 uh, for no particular reason. Just – I don't know. I think I was just I – was, I was a focused young man. Yeah. I didn't want alcohol getting in my way. You're a righteous youngster. Um, but no, um, I think the first time I drank, I was uh, – it was with my then-girlfriend and uh, we – I, I just remember Goldschlager and Sopranos being involved. We're watching Sopranos, <laughs> and she had gotten some Goldschlager. Am I pronouncing that right? Just yeah. grain alcohol with flakes of gold in it. I mean, it. you could call it sorority barf, and it would be just as accurate. <laughs> and I took a couple of shots and didn't feel anything. And then I was like, well, I don't feel nothing. And I just, like, finished the bottle. Like, I probably drank half of a 750. No. Just go, 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 no. go, go. Yeah, just because I'm a big, strong man. Oh, because I'm thinking about how thick it is after. I'm yeah. Like, uh, and, uh, oh, boy, it was Barf City later it's that like night. It's like high fructose alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, not uh. good. I remember barfing up four loco and thought I was dying because yeah. of how red it was. I'm like, it's all blood. And then I had to remember I had a four loco that night. Um... <clears throat> You got any more? Um, D- Dylan Thomas Simmons, if you went back to college, what would your major be? Purely out of interest, not for a particular profession. Well, the way things are going, we might need a particular profession. Um, archaeology. Ooh. I think that'd be fun. Hmm. You know? Yeah. I'm with you on that. That or legit, I legit... <clears throat> Think about like uh, like not even a joke, like ITT tech. Like, show me how to fix a car. These are things we use every day. Yeah, I, w- I would like a basic understanding of a, like think like like you live in a house, and I, I have no idea how elect- electrical circuits work, heating and air conditioning. Yeah. Rudimentary knowledge, like stuff. That every dad had. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, but you don't 
Working like yeah, but you just knew how to do that shit. Yeah. You knew how to like put a lamp in somewhere. Uh huh. You know, you you knew how to put a light fixture in. Yeah. And I don't have any of that. Huh. And I would like to have that basic knowledge. Yeah. Well, I think you can obtain that nowadays, especially especially with the internet. Well, I, that's how I, I go, and I just sit watching a video while I'm trying to do something. Mm-hmm. My little cars. We I should just my little car. We should self self teach ourselves a trade. Self teach ourselves. Just just well, we self teach ourselves some English. Uh, right, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're serving the shit up on a platter, man. Ooh, boy, I don't know yes. what you want me to do with it. Softball. <laughs> it's weed, dude. Yeah, blame the weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's the weed. <laughs> uh, I only know I'm trying to think of how I'd phrase it. We should self-teach ourselves. Yeah, I think just maybe we should teach ourselves. Yeah, I think it's that's like the, the <laughs> Austin Powers. Allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> All right. What tra- uh, what do you want to go to school for, Dave? Oh man, I'd like to learn to make swords and knives. Is that a school thing, or you just find a guy in the woods who teaches you that? Hello, iron blacksmith. Yeah, I'd love to be a blacksmith. Okay, blacksmithery. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Is that that's a good reality show? That's just the, the knife making show. The contestants get, just make blades. Got to get an anvil. You got to get a lot of things, Dave. Mm-hmm. There's a list of things beforehand. No. Although, I, I agree. I need. I wanted a vice the other day. Yeah. Realize how often you use a vice. Got your head in a fucking vice. Does that have Sopranos? Casino. Oh. Pops a guy's eyeball out. Oh. Oh, that's right. What? Were they in a workshop or they just had a table in the back of a casino specifically for doing cruel things? I feel like that was probably somebody's... Uh, um, shop shop. Love seeing like a guy in a suit in a hardware store. Like you're not fixing anything, are you? <laughs> the guy that's holding a big plumbing wrench, but just slapping it into his hand. <laughs> Can, is there this, a particular brand you're looking for? <laughs> this one'll do. Uh, well, we got a lot of them. Yeah, we got a lot of them in there. All right. Real quick, Uncle Rico, what are your top three favorite types of cheese? Kyle, I'm looking forward to seeing Turner Hall in Milwaukee in March. Oh, good. Dave, come that's, on back. that's a Wisconsin question. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I had a great time in Milwaukee. Rachel, what's your three favorite kinds of cheeses? Manchego. Um, Manchego. Manchego. Little mozzarella. Sharp, sharp cheddar. Sharp, sharp cheddar. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Roquefort, baby. Roquefort? Stinky. Stinky. Stink like when blue cheese goes bad, it turns into Roquefort. Huh. I, lo- I don't know if that's a fact, but that's what it seems like, and I love it. Wait, I brought a new cheese today. You want to try it? I like a good oh, brie. Okay. Brie? I love, I love brie. I think Peggy was a brie guy. I like a good brie. I love ricotta. Rigat? Love that shit. I'll eat that by itself. Ooh, Kerrygold uh, Irish cheddar. Yeah, ooh. that's a good call. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dave and I just like to sit face to face and have a conversation. This is what people pay us money for. She goes, "Oh, I couldn't tell." Is to ask. 
No, that well, that's what we're doing a Q and A episode, and somebody wants to know what our three favorite cheeses are. There's one I almost bought just now at Beachwood Market, but Jarlsberg. Jarlsberg? That sounds like somebody making fun of someone else's town. Oh, where are you from? Jarlsberg, West Virginia. Looks like a Swiss. I didn't get that. Like a Jarlsberg like is a drawing of Jarlsberg. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. While you're recording, maybe you update your top. Okay, maybe we get a live taste test going. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I you know I I go I go I go blue, I go Roquefort. Love a Swiss. You know what? Going back to the. Uh, uh, we we're talking about la- the last week's episode about mm-hmm. just shitty lunch meats. Mm-hmm. The garbage Swiss or American? Oh, garbage American all day. I like a craft single. I remember I think it was my mom when I was like, I like the cheese with the holes in it. She just took American cheese and put put holes in it. That's funny. Yeah, I just got less cheese. Did you think uh, when you were eating Swiss cheese, Swiss had holes in it because mice? That was one of the theories. Yeah, that was that was what ooh, I thought. I'm, ooh. I'm so what is this flat. again? Jarlsberg. No, this is the Dublin marijuana. Ooh. Uh, Irish cheddar. That's good. I like that. This is for the ASMR crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm just eating cheese and no mic. What's that? There's a YouTube series with the... Uh, it's just a black lady eating pickles into a good microphone. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> That's a I don't think her being black has anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. It's just the audio of somebody crunching into a, like a good pickle. You've seen the old black lady who does YouTube videos on, on cooking, and she just makes real just nasty shit. Just She's like a sev- <laughs> mean 75-year-old black woman. Like, ah, I'm not going to mock her voice. But she's like, ah. Hot wings in the sink? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She makes like the shittiest food. Hear. Yeah, uh, Rachel just peeked around from the kitchen and said, "She makes hot wings in the sink." Yeah, she really does. Like just she she threw all the raw meat into the sink. She's like, "Now you wash this shit out first. Oh no! But it's like, nah, it's still a fucking sink. Yeah, no. Oh yeah, like making just fucking ramen casserole with fucking ketchup on it and just a horrible prison food, basically. <clears throat> well, and she's mean. She's always cussing. I like a sassy old yeah. lady. All right. Well, she's mean. She says dirty words. We're just eating cheese into the mics. I guess we can cap it off. Yeah. Spencer Williams asked, do you guys plan out topics week in advance, or is it a frantic scramble each week to decide on one? For what? For where? For Booty Monster. Do we plan out our topics weeks oh, in advance, man, or is it a frantic scramble each week to decide on one? You listen. Yeah, you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to the show. How much planning does it sound like it's in it? All right. All right. Well, that was fun. I think we're good. Thank you, patrons. Appreciate that. Tell a friend. Wh- which cryptid would make the best comedian? TJ Partridge, last one. Which cryptid would make the best comedian? Chupa- Chupacabra seems like a bit of a prankster. That's already like a funny name. Mm hmm. He'd be like a he'd be on like Sabadell Gigante though, like you wouldn't understand why it's funny. You would just laugh at it visually. Man, I watched that today. Uh, I get, got my hair cut. I go to an all Mexican barber, mm-hmm. and they always have like I don't know. It's called LOL. They were watching some show on the Spanish speaking channel. It's called LOL, and it was like really bad Mexican Monty Python. That means 
Uh, he or he in Spanish. LOL. I don't get it. It's like the best joke I've ever made. LOL. L, he or he in Spanish. L, the. You're not on the show, Rachel. Don't. Yeah, that's why I didn't get it. Means the or the. I'll edit it out. I'm good shit. Yeah, the. I'll the. edit it out so I sound great. Now, if that were the joke, you'd have some. But yeah, it was just terrible, uh, like a Mexican version of Monty Python. Like, just like. Was it Barney Miller? Not Barney Miller. Who's <laughs> it? Barney. I mean. Ah, who am I thinking of? I watched of? Barney Miller when I was a kid. It was just like every season somebody actually died in the cast. Oh, really? They were all old guys. Yeah. Like it was like just nine Abe Vigodas just hanging around, drinking coffee. But this it took forever, it took twice as long to get my hair cut because my barber kept stopping and laughing at terrible shit. Oh, he's wearing a dress. <laughs> it's crazy. Watching Mexican Barney Miller, <laughs> Barnissimo Mier. All right, we don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> All right, wrap it up. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's your monthly uh, Q and A. We'll see you. See you. You know, whatever. <laughs> The Boogie Monster. Bye.